Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, love and light, and welcome to this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. My name is Kim Martin-Raymond. I am a a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You, LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. And welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening, please go over to my website, www.hownowpodcast.com. Select your favorite podcast platform and make sure that you subscribe, like, follow, and share. So that way you know when upcoming shows are about to air. And also you can watch some of my shows in replay. Then you can also click on the banner to go to the, to the How Now YouTube channel, where you can check out the shows and replay there as well. And you can also make sure you hit that notification button so that you'll know when our shows are airing weekly. Again, that's www.hownowpodcast.com. So let's get into tonight's show, where we are going to be talking about the art of giving back. You know, we, we are in a season where... We have seen a lot of people, you know, spending a lot of time, you know, doing things for themselves, looking out for themselves, doing things, uh, you know, on a positive and on a negative, uh, you know, spectrum. And so, you know, we want to talk about the positives and in being able to to give back, not only to others, but also to ourselves. And to help me talk about that is my handsome guest over here to my left. <laughs> and as is customary with the How Now podcast, I'm going to have him to introduce himself at this time. And so glad to be on with you. <laughs> I'm glad to see you here too. and glad to be on. Um, welcome and hello to everyone in your radio land, podcast land. Yes. This is a really great opportunity for me to come out of my own comfort zone and remind you that I am Bertrand Stephen St. Louis, popularly known on podcasts as Mr. B. Mm -hmm. And you notice the background of Free Talk with Mr. B, the host of. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, yes. Well, welcome. We are glad that you are here, a fellow podcaster. Again, Free Talk with Mr. B. And we are just thrilled to have you here and to talk about this subject of the art of giving back. But before we dive into that a little deeper, let's talk a little bit about what it was that you were doing prior to the pandemic. <laughs> I guess that's a pivotal point in a lot of our lives. Yes. Um, I was already retired, but was doing some consulting in Dubai mm -hmm. um, before the pandemic. Uh, I am a 35-year oil industry person. Okay. and uh, traveled around the world with my industry and really, really enjoyed my job and the adventures associated with it before retiring in 2016. Okay. But of course, we just can't sit at home and, and <laughs> not give back right. what we have in our heads. And so I thought it was important to get back out and do some consulting, do some sharing and some more adventuring as I went through my life so awesome awesome <laughs> awesome and then like you said we were we were going about life as usual and we came upon the pandemic 
what happened? What were some pivots and some, some uh, you know, changes that you had to make with regards to that? Or is that when your uh, podcast started? You know, let's talk a little bit about what happened. And it's, it's true. It's sitting inside of um, an apartment. Initially, I was sitting in the Burj Khalifa in downtown Dubai. Uh, here on the 70th floor looking out where no pandemic can even touch me, I would say, because I, it was enough of a barrier between the population and even people delivering things at the door, dropping it there, getting paid. And we went straight into wipe down mode, my wife and I. And so, <laughs> but it was not enough. It was not enough. And, and not enough means there are ways we can adjust our thinking. Mm-hmm. And we automatically do it throughout our lives, adjust our thinking as we growing stages or growing ages but that event caused a lot of us to think okay what do we do now right. and instead of packing up and going home i decided to to start reaching out and i took that quantum leap of, of issuing my first podcast oh, wow. back then <laughs> and so yes it was a it was a, a podcast moment to start doing something and like I mentioned earlier, when your head is full of information and knowledge, I started off thinking about what's valuable wow. that people may want on a podcast or information they want in their own heads. And I thought it was just wisdom and knowledge. And one thing we never could really bring to the table and like a person's first job, we always say we, we have the time, we, we want to earn the money and so on, but we don't have the experience. So I start sharing experiences at first. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Let's just now try giving that back. Right. And, and that makes perfect sense because th- that's what happens. I, I think when we talk about the stages that people go through or that people have gone through in this, uh, in this pandemic, it has been where we start off first with, with fear because it's unknown. This is something that was foreign to all of us. We didn't know what was happening. We were just like, what, what in the world are you talking about? Pandemic? What does that mean? What do you mean you have to stay at home? What's going on? And so, you know, people were really, you know, kind of like, oh, what's, what's happening? Then, then you have those, uh, you know, people who are starting to gather information. Now it's like, okay, we, we know what happened now. Now, now how do we figure out what to do in this space? And so we start looking and, and, and start, you know, fishing for information. We started looking at CDC. We started looking at the World Health Organization. We started looking at other places to try to get information to figure out, okay, what are we supposed to do or what is something that we can do? Yeah. And then, you know, as, as, as time has continued to progress, we've gotten to a space where there are those who have reached back, who have, who, who have you know, gained some, in, some insight or have seen, you know, added value in some of the things that that are going on in their personal lives and saying, okay, I'm going to reach back and I'm going to share this. And and that appears to be, you know, at the stage where you were with regards to starting your podcast, just like I started mine, you know, it was birthed out of, you know, like you said, wanting to create platforms where people can be informed. Right, right. And uh, like a lot of things we can look at from different perspectives. I mean, I am a pandemic warrior career in that my um, obsessive compulsive behaviors, my OCD was already associated with, with I'm not touching anything because I travel mm. extensively right. and I am a pandemic uh, traveler too because I've taken a PCR test forever and a day. <laughs> Very often I've gone through northern, northern um, Kurdistan, northern Iraq. I've gone through um, back to Houston at home and, and back. I've gone to a lot of places during the pandemic where I knew how to manage the space and time, 
But what was different, like I was saying earlier, is that what are we going to share? And uh, I wasn't sure because I watched a lot of political and, and uh, podcasts where I got my some of my podcasting inspiration from. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And I don't want to spend my time on a podcast talking. So I said there was experience in everyone. So I, I started calling on guests right away to say, what was your experience? And I just put a little bit of tidbits in between. So I, I started gathering their experiences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And so how did you come about the, uh, the concept of your book? The Art of Giving Back. <laughs> I started connecting with organizations and networking. I was networking in Dubai with the UAE Africa Network. Mm -hmm. And I also connected with Prodigy Global Network and other groups that does networking about um, sharing, giving back, women empowerment conversations about all those things around uh, Dubai and the world. And... Uh, I got to go on stage and speak about this. I, I'm normally an instructor in my oil industry and teacher trainer and so on. But it was a little bit different when you wanted to go and speak about single topics. I wanted to speak about a topic of, of what you give back. And then I started thinking, um, someone said, you know, it'll be more empowering if you have some validation of what you're speaking about. So, okay, the book. And so I was already calling myself Mr. B, free talk with Mr. B. And they wanted to know, um, say, yeah, it would be great to have a book because I was on stage with, with authors and so on. I want to be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, to have something that says what you are, who you are, and I am accustomed to validating myself. So I wanted to validate myself with the book, The Art of Giving Back. Um, not just, I'll uh, grab it real quick not just having it for, uh, for the stage prop, but I asked myself, when did I start giving back and why? Why? You know? mm -hmm. And so it was very important to inquire about that myself when I was starting to ask, wait a minute, when, when did I start giving back and why? And I asked myself, I need to go back to my childhood to figure it out because mm -hmm. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I knew my personality, but I can't remember why my personality was developed this way and why. So I did an interview with my uncle and started asking him what kind of person I was and started validating what was going on around me because I didn't know anything until I was about 18. <laughs> wow. wow, yeah. So I'm from the Caribbean. I'm from the countryside in the Caribbean. It was, you know, you'll go to the beach and you'll eat sugar cane and pick a mangoes off the mango trees in the island of Trinidad and Tobago where I was born. But you don't think about who you are sometimes. Some of us, we're just lightheaded and just not thinking Why? about it. Why? So I had to go back and find out. And that's where I wanted to know, how did I become Mr. B? So I went deep into the beginnings and, and write the book about becoming Mr. B. And, and uh, my son helped me with the idea of free talk because he, he didn't want, and I didn't want to give back by costing anyone anything. So mm. we came up with free talk with Mr. B. It's free. Right. <laughs> you know, and you can listen free, you can come on free. None of, you're not going to be pressured for any mm -hmm. resources or anything like that. Right. But the, the art of giving back was not only talk about my life story, but how I came to be Mr. B at, over time and all my travels and all my career and all those things. Between every chapter, we put a nugget and we put lines so the reader could also write their thoughts. Yeah. And the nuggets were, what does it really mean to give back inside of the family, outside of the family, when you were small, as you're growing big, 
when you become an employee, when you are an employer, and different aspects of life, and different facets of giving back. And interesting enough, it was all without digging into your pocket to look for cash. Because we thought that a cash of money is like a fish. You know you need it, yes, you know you need to eat, but if you get that fish that day, you're going to eat that day, great. But tomorrow you're going to need another fish. So the, the art of giving back suggests that if you get some wisdom and knowledge and experience and perspective, you don't need to get that fish, maybe the first day, but you're going to know how to fish. Wow. <laughs> and then you will eat every day. And so the whole idea was, was give back something that, that empowers someone, as you mentioned earlier in your opening. Give them something that empowers them. And that's the most beautiful giving back gift ever. And funny as it is, it starts with a smile. <laughs> like your smile, right? <laughs> it, it, it can empower someone because it can change the nature of their day. They're not going to smile back at you once. It's going to make them keep smiling most of that day. And so that's very empowering. Then we mentioned about greetings. You know, we grew up with our parents who whip yeah. our butts if we didn't greet the neighbor. And so those things shouldn't go away. And the one I, I speak about the, the most that's physical, but yet becomes metaphorical, is door opening. In Dubai, there are many cultures, and like, I think people forget to hold the door open for the next person coming through. Yeah. And so it gave me a thinking about the third facet was to, to talk about smiling, talk about greetings, but talk about holding the door open. And if someone is coming or not, double check and see to hold the door open. And metaphorically, we need to hold the door of life open, the door of opportunity open, the door of wisdom open, the door of knowledge open. And, and everything associated with giving back. Because we, somebody gave it to us at some point. None of us was born with anything. And someone gave it to us. So why not turn around and give it to someone? You know, those doors of opportunity. Yes, the door of, of going to the mall or the door of the taxi or the door of the building. Hold it open. Yes, double check if anyone's coming so it doesn't hit them in the face. Yes, but please double check for the door of opportunity so that you'll always give back something that's going to, and you don't know where it's going to impact you or your children or your grandchildren, but mm -hmm. give something like that back. I love that. I love that metaphor. I am just the queen of metaphor. So I love that, <laughs> that you say that. That's true because like you said, it's like holding space. We're holding that space. We're holding that open and giving you an opportunity to step into that space, to step into that opportunity. Yes. Like you said, to step into and, that wisdom. And, and it's possible without the, the, the people associate giving or giving back with, with money, always wanting to donate money. I understand some people need it, but it's better to help someone to help themselves. Right. You know? Right, right. I mean, and that's important. I mean, I do I do mission work in Haiti and, you know, I go annually and, and, and do... Um, you know, work to, to give back, but it is so much more empowering to give, uh, you, you know, to give resources and to give wisdom so that that way, when you're not there, they can still continue to do those things. And I think about that, you know, what that put me in the mind of is um, when they had the earthquakes recently in, in Haiti, and we went and we took tents and, and cots and things of that nature. But what we also took was, well, first of all, when we went there, we didn't put the tents together for them. We showed them how to do it. 
so that that way they knew how to put the tents together. So that just in case they had strong winds and something happened and they came apart, they knew how to put it back together. We left some other supplies for them, you know, tape and some other things so that just in case it tore or something happened and we weren't there, they weren't left like, well, well, we don't know what to do. Just like you said, it is about empowering. We have to be in that position of empowering people when we are giving back so that they can continue the work that was started, you know? So I, I love that you say that because that makes sense. It is, it is something that, that is important when we, when we talk about giving back, is it something that that person is going to be able to sustain? And that's a key word because s- sustaining a, a work process, we do it in our industry. We do not I start multi-barrel, multi-million, multi-billion dollar facilities mm-hmm. when I was at work. So being able to sustain it in the long term, I would go into an indigenous country and they walk out. When you walk out, the locals should run that place and they know how to and you don't. They don't even have to call you afterwards because you've given them everything. Mm-hmm. Years ago, they, they perpetuated the idea that, that knowledge is power. So the men would hold on to the knowledge really tight and, and, uh, and be empowered because they wanted to have that control. But today we can go into our pockets and pull out our smartphone and find anything. That's right. That's so right. The, the sharing of knowledge is power. Yeah. Sharing. And you, if you're not sure about that, ask Apple why they're so rich. Because they shared everything on, and made it quite easy to get the knowledge, to get the wisdom, to get the information. And so we can apply the same um, analogy to ourselves and sharing with our children, our grandchildren, our neighborhood, our families, and our global communities, that you can give them back what you have and empower them to do what you did some years ago or learn what you've learned. And so I think it's just way more empowering to to give back and give back free. And so I perpetuate that idea on free talk with Mr. B. Yes, I think that is awesome. And just like you said, you know, knowledge is something, like you said, that you can pass along that that surpasses what financial, you know, giving can do. Financial giving has its place right. and, and, you know, and, and, and we're happy for it, you know, when we receive it and, and it helps us to, to get into a, a better position or a better space. But just like you said, that long-term knowledge is what really, really empowers people. And then we hear about it all the time. Even when, when we talk about our ancestors, when we talk about our, you know, elders, and we talk about, uh, you know, our, uh, you know, family members, you know, we talk about legacy. Everything is about legacy now. And, and, and you know, and, and creating mantles that our, you know, loved ones can come behind us and pick up that mantle and continue the work that we may have started or, or expand on the knowledge, you know, based on the foundations that we've laid, you know, as, as elders. And, 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 just, and that's a, a good point because um, I have uh, two sons and two grandsons. Mm-hmm. And uh, when my son left Dubai after we did the book rollout event, he says, oh, dad, I learned more about what you're talking about, right? And uh, he can go to Amazon and, and, and buy it or Kindle and buy it. But it also means that my grandsons can go to Kindle or Amazon and buy the book that I'm giving back. And then I may have already passed on, but I'm leaving. And that was one of my goals was to leave the mark for my great grandchildren to say, 
hey, this is my great grandfather, and he was a giver back kind of person. Yes. He became Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. So it was a big goal of mine to make sure that I left something yes. as a legacy for them to be able to read. And all of the podcasts I'm hosting, I think I just passed number 75 recently. Yes. And, yes. and a certain number of downloads, but they can go and listen in and get some of that yes. wisdom or glean it. And, and point being, uh, I was not podcasting for the entire world because um, 75 episodes could mean I'm interviewing 75 people. The world is full of billions of people and we need more talking between wow. each other and between wow. our cultures. And so I encourage a lot of people to come on and podcast also, wow. you know, to, to come on your show, the how now, and, and to be able to understand what is happening now, because all of this is happening now. Right. And to, uh, to participate, take a role, because if you're not a podcaster, you're either listening to it or participating in it. That's right. You know, that's and, right. and it keeps us all talking. <laughs> yes. And that's and it's so important for us to be able to do that because, um, you know, like, like you said, we've created these platforms because we want it to be able to, you know, have have a space for people to, to share. We wanted to have a space for people to to be enlightened and to be empowered because, you know, there, there are so many, you know, there are so many modes of, of, of uh, you know, or so many ways in which we transfer information. And some of yeah. that information is reliable and some of it isn't. And so, you know, we, we have to also, you know, make sure that we're discerning what it is that we're hearing and, and, and at least peaking enough curiosity for someone to say, huh, I didn't know anything about that, but let me go and dig a little deeper. Let me find out a little bit more about it. You know, I think sometimes with our podcast, you know, we scratch the surface on some things, but it's also important for people to, to want to dig a little deeper afterwards and say, hey, you know, I didn't know that. Okay, well, let me go and find out a little bit more about that. You know, at least for me, that that's that's the goal. The goal is, you know, for people to to you know learn about something that they didn't know about. You know, we hear yeah. people saying now on social media, "I was today years old when I found out this and that." You know, because there are so many things that we don't know about. But once we start opening the the door, as you say, and also you know creating the dialogue, creating that free talk that's going to empower us and, and educate us so that we can make informed decisions right. about our lives. And I mean, I always bring up my age in some of these conversations because um, like I spoke to the Arabic, um, a graduating class in the Arabic community mm -hmm. and I, I had a few minutes and I told them that, uh, that at 40, I couldn't tell them what I'm telling them now. At the time I was talking to them, I, I was 60. And at 60 years old, I have a little bit more to say than when I was 40. And so I encourage people to come on at whatever age, because there's always something to glean from what they say. Yes. And to be able to glean one thing from a speaker, presenter, or a podcaster means you just enrich yourself one tidbit more. Right. And so a little at a time is okay. At the same time, the person who is getting the, the big advantage is the one who's getting the joy from giving back. Yeah. So if you brought on a 60-year-old, a 70-year-old, a 50-year-old, a 40-year-old, and they had something to share with you that you can benefit from, they already obtained that joy of giving. And that joy of giving enhances them, and it also benefits the listener. And so the beauty of it is there is an interchange of encouragement between 
podcasting between listeners. And so we always encourage people to come on to How Now, to come on with Free Talk with Mr. B. I too am on all the podcast streaming services on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, you can all do all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not so much into analytics, but I'm looking for that one person who is going to benefit from one thing. And then I feel pleased that we're helping the world. That's it. That's it. I mean, it, I mean that, that is what it's all about to me. It's all about, like you said, being able to, to share and, and, and to understand that, that wisdom and knowledge comes at all ages. You know, yes. you, you hear all the cliches out of the mouths of babes, you know, sometimes even like I said, the smallest child, I have a four year old grandbaby. And I mean, sometimes the things that she says, I'm just like, huh, you know, I, I had no idea because, you know, we are taught sometimes, you know, the Bible says, you know, that we are to be childlike in our thinking, you know, so there, there are so many things that that we can learn on so many different levels. And we all, you know, what connects us is, is our shared experiences. But at the same time, there are always little variables that make those situations different. And that's where people glean different things from those experiences. We could have a similar experience, but this person experienced, you know, th- this particular variable that you didn't. And, and it gave them a different perspective. So, you know, th- there's so much to be learn. There's so much to be gleaned. And I think another point that you made when you were talking about it being interchangeable, you know, when we, when we share and when we, and when we give back, you know, yes, we are giving to ourselves because we're, we're filling our cups as well, or we should be, you know, they, again, the cliches, they come a dime a dozen, but you hear this all the time about, you know, not pouring from an empty cup. We, we should, you know, as we're giving, we should be filling our own cup so that that way it's to the point of overflow so that we can continue to give and not and not give to a point where we're we're giving away and not pouring back into ourselves yeah because you know? last week's episode we covered give from plenty we do too so we can do the the, the listener feedback the second week but give mm-hmm. from plenty was interesting too because it was a definition now, our media and our social lives define certain things for us, and sometimes we can stray from the real definition of things. But when, I, when we mentioned gift from plenty, I said, well, I can always give a smile, but I, I am never going to run out. I have a lot of smiles. Yes. <laughs> uh, as far as holding the door open, it doesn't take that much time out of my life to hold the door open, so I'm always going to have that. I have plenty of that and plenty of smiles. And everyone can determine what do they have plenty of. And so when you're so rich, that means you're rich in smiles, you're rich in, in, in giving back, you're rich in humor, or you're rich in empathy. And those are the type of things you could also give back. So there's a lot of opportunity for people to find out by listening to kids or adults or otherwise, what, what can you give back? What do you really have a lot of? And so it makes people feel better. And even in the, in the poorest scenario, financially, or the most uh, adverse conditions economically, you, yeah. you can still find a way to give back, which makes you yourself feel better. And you, be, you might be very surprised how much you get back. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that you say that because it is. It is it's a matter of, of taking time to, to do a bit of a self-evaluation. And a lot of us have had time to do that 
especially during this pandemic. We've had a lot of time to sit with ourselves and, and <laughs> you know, and a lot of people have, have, have stopped and said, okay, well, you know, what are some things that, that I'm talented in? What are some things that I'm gifted in? What are some things that, that uh, you know, like you said, that I can give? that I can give to people what is a, a talent or what is a trade or what is something that I know that that I can give back. And and I think, uh, you know, like you said, there's a joy that comes with that. There's a personal joy that comes when you're talking about giving. It should not be something that's that puts you in a space of distress or, or it doesn't put you in a space where you're just like, ah, you know, I, I you know, where, where, you, where you're feeling any type of animosity. It right, should be true. from a space of joy or, or, or a space, you know, something like you said that you, you said you, ha you have thousands of smiles, you know, and, and that's awesome because, yes, that, that's something that you can give that you can give freely. And, and it's something that you enjoy doing. It's not just something that, you know, gives you pause or gives you woes. And, and on my program all year, I've been talking about each of the nuggets, even knowing when to say no. Because oh, yes. sometimes we put ourselves in a situation where we're being pressured to say yes when the right answer was really no. And so just, just not having that animosity, like you mentioned, not sacrificing your family for someone else mm -hmm. and, and not filling yourself back up. Because when you're giving, you're emptying what you have, but you need to find your own source of refill yeah. so that you can always be well-sustained. You can also be ready. Um, like a firefighter, if he's not trained or well-geared, he can get hurt going into a fire. Like a lifeguard, if he's not swim training or breathing ready, he may not be able to save you. He can kill himself and you. <laughs> so, so we have to be ready and prepared and built up and so on. So I like what you said because that consciousness of what we're capable of doing, who we are or where we are in the now, Yes. tells us what we can do and we should do just that don't be pressured to try to do something that you're not capable of doing yes. because you can honestly say no i'm not capable of doing that at this time and so that's being honest with yourself that's and so and so what you can give is like a listening ear what you can give is sympathy empathy and other yes. type of things that you are full of yes you know and if I try to give you what I'm not full of, I will be hurting myself. That's right. That's right. I love that you say, I love that you say no, that, you know, sometimes we have to say no. And, and that is something that is so powerful. It is a powerful thing to be able to say yes. no. And I love that because, you know, I myself have told people, you know, I, I I'm going to have to say no on this one because I'm not going to be able to give you my best. If I say yes at this time, Correct. I'm not going to be able to give you my best. And, and because you're my friend and I care about you, I want to give you my best. And so I'm going to have to say no at this time. And, and, you know, some people are just like, wow, you say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say it just like that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you and, know? And not everyone needs an explanation, but emphatically, you ought to be able to say no, because you know, your own circumstances or your own condition or whether or not you're full enough. Because again, if you're driving a car and you siphon the gas out to give it to someone else and you had a plan for a two more day driving, Why? you're not going to make it. No. So you have to, to not do certain things that hinders your own progress because you're not helping anyone. You put yourself in a needing state. Yes. Very possible put yourself in a needy state, which becomes a burden to society. 
And we want to be able to give in a way that we become a members of society that's a contributing member, not a menace to society. So sometimes saying no keeps you going on and helps someone against along the way, you know, as much as you can. And, um, the person might need directions. Oh, I'll give you directions all day long because I think I knew where I'm going or I have a, the, the right kind of map. But if you give them something that you need to take yourself further, you're doing yourself a disfavor. And that's not a good amount of giving. Right. You know, and so we go over each of these giving nugget points. And I think within every two weeks, myself and my panel covers it very well to make sure our audience is getting a sense of what does it really mean to give back? That's right. That's right. That's what it's about. It is about, I mean, and, and I love that because just like you said, it is an art. It is a craft. It is something that, that we, you know, work on continuously because as we learn and as we grow and, and as we, uh, you know, glean more knowledge, then we have more to share, you know, we, or, or, or if there was something that we were not clear about, now we have clarity. You know, again, with the cliches, when you know better, you do better. You know, once we once we've learned something or, or we've come to an understanding about something that we were not, you know, familiar with, then 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 that broadens us or, or that that allows us to be a better version of ourselves because now we've learned more. And so now we can proceed with the new knowledge that we have. We're not stuck in 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 a space where we were before. So, so to me, that puts us in a constant space of growing. You know, you learn from your womb to your tomb. There's always something that you don't know. And Correct. so I, I think that it is beautiful that, that you know, through giving and, and giving in this way, that we're constantly empowering ourselves to be better versions of ourselves because we're opening ourselves to receiving what it is around us. We're not being closed-minded. Correct. I love that. I love that. It's, it's, it's that simple. Or it can be that simple. I think sometimes we complicate things be, because we feel as though, okay, it, it can't possibly be that easy or it can't possibly be uh, just a matter of, of, of just, you know, stopping and, and listening and learning. It's got to be more to it than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was criticized uh, at least once or twice for why am I so simple? Um, and how come I'm only speaking about three things? And the, the person went to both of or two different events I was at. Mm -hmm. And I said, in, in 10 or 15 minutes, I cannot, um, I cannot help the person explore the extent to which I'm talking about. So mm -hmm. I get them started on the first three things that get them to the key point. When you give back a smile, you're giving yourself a, a, a sense of confidence. You're putting yourself in a space where you believe in yourself because you have that much to smile. It doesn't mean that you're telling them where you're hurting. It doesn't mean that, that you're having a great time. It doesn't mean that life isn't complicated. It means you have enough um, empathy and enough energy and enough self-esteem left within you to yeah. give a smile. You gave something away. Yeah. And it ricochets around the office. It ricochets around the world, if you see it that way. If you, <laughs> I always remember the, the, the movie, the Eddie Murphy movie about, he came and said, good morning, you know, <laughs> and, and, and the person could say something foul back to him. But the point is a greeting is still very effective. We have uh, around the world, I would go to an airport and the different forms of greeting, even if you didn't know how to say it, 
you can give a, a quick nod or a quick bow and you tell the mm -hmm. person, I believe in it. Yeah. I, I, from a greeting and a smile, I told a, a person an illustration that if you were coming down a set of stairs and someone was going up the stairs and you either you smile at them or you pause at them or you give them a greeting, yes, you go about your daily life, but you do not know what the person is going upstairs to do. Maybe that moment you saved a life. Maybe they were going upstairs to jump and you just told them that they're important enough to be acknowledged. And then when you acknowledge another human being, you're telling them that, you know, you're, you're okay and that you matter. And if you're okay and you matter, the person might feel better. And that's the power of the smile and the greeting, you know? And by the time you get to holding the door open between the physical function and the metaphorical door openings in life, Gosh, we can talk forever, right? The, the metaphorically, those things are opportunities of conversation that we can go on forever. So I keep it to the three things, smiling, give a greeting, and hold the door open. And that way, we can, I can take an audience from anywhere and I can expand as necessary. Or in this case, I can bring them to the book and see where these are nuggets of giving back. And those are the beginning, whether yeah. you're home or outside of your home, those are the beginning of talking about giving back because you have to smile to yourself, smile to your family, your children. You have to um, give them a good morning. Even if you're sleeping in the same bed with someone, you should get up and say good morning. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, and definitely hold the door open at every opportunity you can. Yes. I think that that is wonderful. Yeah, the one thing that I love about that, that smiling and, and greeting and, and acknowledging, that is something that's missing so much in society right now, you know, yeah. acknowledgement, people want to feel valued, you know, when they get up in the morning and they go about their day, some of us are going about our day with a sense of purpose. And so yeah. when someone acknowledges that, you know, and, the, and, and I just picked it up in Dubai, yeah. I picked it up in Dubai because they have so many different cultures there working and interchanging, interacting. And it's, kind of like zombie land and like why do we have to be in silos with our own cultures and why do we have to be zombies and so i wanted people to say hello to each other they were just not doing it because you have so many people from the local point of view so many disparage and disparity between um, economic and so much cultural differences and so it says it felt safe not doing anything. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> let's, let's at least smile and say hello, and then you could move on. <laughs> yes, it is. It is all about acknowledgement. I think about, you know, I've lived in this neighborhood that I'm in for 25 years. And, you know, I wouldn't have the relationships that I have with people if I didn't say hello to my neighbors. How many people yeah. live in places for years and years? And it's not unless a tragedy happens and everybody steps outside that they start looking around and saying, hey, I don't know any of these people. And they're your <laughs> own neighbors. Right. You, know, you don't know the people in your own community until something happens that causes you to have to rally together. Then you start introducing yourselves. Why should that be the case when you know, when we're driving by in the car and that person's out there watering their lawn, how hard is it just to lift your head up and say, hey, good morning, how you doing? And, and to give a smile or a nod. Yeah. You know? So it's very inspiring. That point exactly is inspiring because the world is a different place. It has become a different place. And there was a time in the past where it was easier to do that. Mm -hmm. But we have an opportunity to grow off of that single concept. You know, we have an opportunity to improve. And so 
Um, I'm encouraging the more podcasters to come on and speak about, you know, the now, speak about what's happening now and how we could become part of it because we need to go back to where we know each other. Yeah. And, to, and even if you're preparing for that disaster, at least you can, you can agree with your neighbors that you're going to have more band-aids while they have more crutches, while the other That's one has right. more water, while the other one has more of this. So we can help right. each other. That's so right. Just do something. <laughs> something. And, and like you said, it's giving back from yeah. the smallest, from the, from the smallest thing, such as a smile. You know, it's like you said, to holding that door, to holding space, to creating platforms, to, to having conversations, to having free talk. All of these things are important in, in helping us to establish that art of giving back. Okay. So, uh, you know, like I said, this has been a wonderful conversation. Like I said, those three basic things. Remember, smile. Remember, greet. Remember, hold the door. Hold space for others. So that, that way we're creating opportunities where we're building relationships, where we're building, you know, our, our empathy for one another, you know, where we're, we're coming together as, as a community, coming together as a people, you know, it's so important. Yes. So I thank you for that. And I thank you for that. So let's tell people how they can get in contact with you, how they can grab a copy of your book, how they can listen in on your podcast. Let's let's share some information so that way people can keep in contact with <laughs> For sure. I mean, I have some hard copies in Dubai, but right now in the U.S. on Amazon, and, and the book is available on Amazon, and also the Kindle Reader is available. It's called The Art of Giving Back by um, Becoming Mr. B, The Art of Coming Back, of Giving Back by Bertrand St. Louis. So it was very, um, it was such an honor to be on here and to have that. As far as podcasting, um, the the platforms are very easy. They make it very easy. I'm so glad because yeah. I, I work with one company and they spread it everywhere. Yes. But you can also subscribe um, to each of them so you can get those notifications also. And I keep them short uh, the way we cover our points and we have another week to cover a similar point where we wanted to have our listeners give feedback. Yes. as much as you can. So we brought, bring on sometimes a subject matter expert or something to talk about a subject or to elaborate on it more. But that's on, um, on Apple podcasting. If you have a, the Google phone or the Android phone, you can Google podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. We're also on um, com, where you can see it. Um, if you contacted me, you can feel free to see me on Instagram at freetalkwithmrb. LinkedIn Free Talk with Mr. B, uh, Facebook Free Talk with Mr. B, my own Bertrand St. Louis name, and, and, and yeah, sure, follow us on, on Instagram. <laughs> it's just really, really easy to do, and, and it's really nice to have you on there and give us your feedback and your comments, and feel free if you want to come on the show or just to give us a, a congrats or something, anything, or give us whatever type of feedback you choose. And I mean, just Googling free talk with Mr. B and you'll see it pop up everywhere. I mean, there you go. This, any search engine, it doesn't have to be Google, but any search engine you search on, you're going to see me pop up when you type in free talk with Mr. B. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And even, that, yeah, even the email is Mr. B at free talk with Mr. B.com. It's just that easy. Okay. So, it's free, <laughs> so the email is free talk at Mr. B. Talk. Right. MRB, Mr. B at free talk with Mr. B.com. Mr. B. Yeah. Okay. 
All righty. So they have a way of getting in contact with you. And we will definitely have that in the description of the show when it airs so that you'll be able to connect with Mr. B and, uh, you know, be able to check out his podcast. Okay. Now, as uh, I do with all of my guests before we go, I ask them, how are you living in the now? What are you doing to navigate in this space that we're in right now? Right now, I'm currently retired. And uh, the pandemic allows me to go to a few countries to do events. So most of the time it's women empowerment events because my mother was a single mom. And I'm, I'm like the other day, Father's Day came along and I asked all my followers to please repost because my mother was a mother and father role. So Father's Day, I want to give her some credit too because gosh, she was being mother and father. These are double duty credit. Yeah. And so because of it, 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 it prompts me to give back, and especially in the, um, in the widow community, in the single mom community, yeah. a lot of times everything of these things happen for no fault of, of their own. And, and in a lot of countries, they're stigmatized. Yeah. And so I'm promoting the idea of uh, give them a break. <laughs> right. You know, um, don't stigmatize, help them by giving them back some kind of uh, empowerment so they can go create their own lives. I don't, most um, single moms are, they don't want handouts. They want an opportunity to help themselves and their children. Yes. Again, because you don't know what the circumstances are. So in the now, it, it means that I'm going to keep perpetuating that idea by going to these type of events. And speaking on the, on the podcasts, um, I also encourage people not to touch our little children. So I met a couple, uh, two people in Philippines recently, and they already started last week podcasting with me. They'll have a series on that's talking about um, child sexual abuse and how to prevent. Wow. And I, I'm going to perpetuate that story. And I have other um, series coming on where looking for the balance in life. Yeah. Um, there's another one called You, Me, and I See. So I've been doing this almost two years now yes. on, on, on mine. So I'm bringing on more people to, to have their own series under mm-hmm. Free Talk with Mr. B so we can keep talking. So it's happening now. The show mm-hmm. is now. Um, every Sunday, I... So we get a new podcast on. So right now you can go benefit from whatever we have up. Awesome. That's, awesome. that's happening now. And, and it's an interesting point because I think when you're retired, it means that that company let you go with all of that wealth of knowledge and information. And it doesn't matter how old you are, give back. There are so many ways retirees can give back to the community and to young people without even leaving home sometimes. They can get online and join shows like these and give back their wisdom, knowledge, and experiences over so many years. Because I'm 60. When I get to 80, I hope I'll still be doing that if I get to 80. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) One place you can always come back and visit is the How Now podcast. We're always happy to have you because what's happening right now may not be what's happening a month or two or weeks from now or days from now so there's always an opportunity to come back and to share and to to you know to continue to expand on that knowledge so i you know uh, i think it's wonderful you also speak about you know retirees and 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 the importance of them being able to to share because some of them are like they've worked their entire lives and now it's like okay what do i do now you know you share. Yes, that's a, that question is out there. It's not perpetuated. But when you share your experiences, uh, you may not even imagine that there is people who want to hear it. And, and the, some companies pay a lot for that. But if you didn't feel like selling it, then give it away. Give it back. Mm-hmm. And get on some of the shows and, and tell people, what did you do? What were you doing? How did you get from that point A to point B? 
what you left behind in your job and how someone else can benefit from it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, look, I usually ask for parting words, but you just gave uh, some some powerful nuggets <laughs> right there at the very end. Thank <laughs> so, you. So I thank you so much for joining us, Mr. B. I thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, your nuggets, for sharing how people can, you know, give back and give back effectively and give back, you know, joyfully. You know, it's something that's important. It's something that's necessary for us to continue to build and to grow and to, you know, become stronger and better versions of ourselves. So again, thank you so much. I wish you well on your show and all that you continue to do moving forward. It has been a pleasure. And totally my pleasure. Thank you for having (laughs) me on. Awesome. Awesome. And that will do it for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until we see you the next time, I say peace.